So, Dr. Lukewarm, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Dr. Ice Cold. I haven't seen you in a while because, you know. I know. You were sick and then I went on a writing retreat. You were in your fortress of solitude. Fortress of solitude, which was so solitudinous <laughs> that people walked past every couple of minutes. Really? It was totally fine. It's never it, suspecting. Never that suspecting. That was Dr. Sanderson. Dr. Ice Cold sitting on his little balcony above the It was really nice. Yeah. So I went up to Sundance and rented a cabin and it was right next to the stream and let me tell you with the rain we've been having it was quite the stream. I bet. <laughs> and I like the sound of water. And so a really powerful stream making a lot of noise was great. Okay. And I sat and I did revisions on Stormlight 5 like 14 hours a day. Yay. Mm. And now it's done. Well, the first the quarter. The first draft. The first quarter. First draft of the first, the first quarter. First quarter is done. <laughs> These books are 450,000 words long. Yeah. So I turned in 120,000 words. And that went to the editors. They are, they're, they're very large books, shall yeah, we say. That's a very big book. That is a very that's big the book. The size of my longest book. <laughs> there you go. Actually, I think, I think Fragments was 130. So, no. But what was I going to say? Well, I think you were going to lead us through our bracket for today. Or were you going to say something else? I was going to say something else, but I don't remember what it was now. Oh, I was going to tell you this. Mm. I had a sinus infection for two weeks. I was at home. As you mentioned, I was sick. While I was gone, while I was at home convalescing in my bed, mm-hmm. dying slowly, I watched Fast and Furious 5. I watched Fast 5. And you had not seen it? I had not seen it before. And it's amazing. On your Isn't recommendation. It incredible? Yeah. It is just a very special movie. I keep movie. in my head like a top 10 list of movie car chases and them pulling the safe. Yeah. That's absolutely. It's the best. Probably top five. Car chase I think I've ever seen. It's incredible. Yeah. I will be impressed if the later movies can can so, even match it, let alone surpass it. There are definitely moments, but that chase scene is probably the best thing in all of them. Really? It's really fantastic. That's, so, that's cool. But they get more ridiculous, which helps. <laughs> I found out, this might be apocryphal, but I was reading an article that said that there was some issue with the rights of Fast and Furious. The title. So they were making the first movie, mm-hmm. right? And they had a really terrible title. And then they found this old Roger Corman movie. If you're not familiar with Roger Corman, B movie, mm-hmm. maker of excellent B movies, shall we say. <laughs> they aren't A movie quality, but mm. I have spoken of my love for the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, which you can only watch like bootlegged. Yeah. You know, working filmmaker, and he had a film called. Fast and the Furious. And like, that's really good. We'll license that. And he's like, all right, you can license that, but you can't have Fast and the Furious 2 or any sequels in case I want to make them. And so the apocryphal story is that's why all the titles are so weird because they cannot name anything the Fast and the Furious number. They Hmm. have to call it, that's why it's Fast this or this or whatnot. They can use any iteration of that, but they can't use the Fast and the Furious 2 through whatever. That's- That's that's weird, mm-hmm. but it's also interesting because I was under the impression that titles were just fair game. Yes, titles right? are supposed to be fair game, but you can trademark a series title, not a book title. Okay. So, for instance, Mistborn is trademarked, but The Final Empire is not. Yeah. Right? 
you can't copyright book titles and you don't gain a copyright for the book mm -hmm. title. And you can't just trademark something. So there's some weird legality things, but it's also Hollywood is more litigious than the writing world is. Mm -hmm. And so people just do this, right? Like, yeah. you know, the famous story of On Stranger Tides, right? Mm -mm. It's like they were making On Stranger Tides the second well, wait, Pirates because, of the Caribbean. Yeah, they took that from, what's his name? Yeah, from uh, Anubis Gate. What's Good dude that I remember meeting at one of the first world cons I ever went to. Look up the Anubis Gate. You've got to have read this guy, Scar. He's right up your alley. It's not Paul Anderson. No. No. Anyway, Tim science Powers. fiction guy. I Tim Powers. Tim there Powers. you go. Super nice guy. Yeah. Has bought me dinner before in the yeah. past. Really like Tim Powers. He had a book called On Stranger Tides, which was a pirate-themed fantasy. Mm-hmm. And... From what I understand, they're like, this book's too similar to our movie. We're just going to buy it. And they went and bought the rights because they're like, we just don't want to worry about any sort of lawsuits. And then they mm -hmm. used the title because it's, it's a cool title. <laughs> and they basically did nothing from the book, but yeah. they had the option to use any scenes from the book that they wanted. So the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie is kind of, but not a Tim Powers book. Isn't so. Stranger Tides the Third. fourth one? Whichever one is called on Stranger Tides. Yeah. That's the one. I don't know. Okay. Yep. Well, so, that's interesting. That's delightful. I was full wondering of facts and information on our podcast <laughs> of yeah. rumors and half truths that we barely remember. The podcast where we kind of stare at people off camera, asking them to be more interesting and informed than we are. Hey, I remembered his name you eventually. Did. Sorry, Tim. I'm wondering if maybe there was a deal at the studio, mm -hmm. like. You know, anyone else could have used Fast and the Furious, but that studio already, because of this previous thing, they had to follow some kind of, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how Hollywood works. I don't think Hollywood knows how Hollywood works. No. But do you want to hear about our brackets? Yes. And week? also, I announced on the last two weekly updates mm -hmm. okay. the victors. And as we're recording this, I've announced the first and second I bracket winners. Am Glad to hear this because I have not been paying attention. Here's the thing. Before we get to today's bracket, uh -huh. they're trolls. They almost voted the really terrible worst 15th seed above <laughs> Jack the Carjacking Car. Just it, to screw with us? It was 49% to 51%. Suddenly no one can read or write. Yes. That almost won. That almost won. It was real close. Oh gosh. And if it won this bracket, you know it would have gone all the way. Oh, yeah. 49% to 51%. That's so. like, you know, in the Wayne's World movie where yeah. they're playing with the green screen and they're like, yay, we're in Florida mm -hmm. or whatever. And then they go, Delaware, we're in Delaware. Like, that's what the T-shirt would be for suddenly yes. no one can read or write. It would mm -hmm. be, we're in Delaware. No shade on all of our beautiful listeners from Delaware. I will say, if you, for some reason, haven't watched my weekly update... All of the seeds that we picked as the high seeds won for the first two weeks. Really? For the yeah. first two weeks? Yep. I suspect for the third week, and I don't know because, like mm -hmm. I said, I haven't been paying attention. Well, third week we haven't announced yet as no. of recording of this. Oh, as of the recording yeah, of this? Yeah, we haven't announced the winners of it. We've okay, been, the, yeah. The poll is still up as the of The poll is recording. still up. Yep. So, yeah, and I don't know, but I bet uh, aliens use our legal code to conquer us yeah. is going to win. The thing is, that could make a pretty good shirt. Mm -hmm. Who's that up against again? That's Vikings versus, versus Vikings. That, that makes a really good shirt too. I know. Right? Mm. Yeah. So, But like right. some, you know, creepy looking bug-eyed alien with one of those like British barrister wigs on. That's like, true. That would be that's rad. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. okay. So this is the fourth 
week of our brackets that we're announcing today. Yep. And speaking of Hollywood, our food heists, we have the Caceres Casks, or alternatively titled Soon to be a Major Motion Picture Starring Ana de Armas. This is the one where a couple in Spain stole one million dollars of wine from a restaurant by like just being classy and sophisticated and european yep so yeah there's no way that's not going to get made into a movie it's cool that one is up against a way lot of peaches (laughs) which is thousands of peaches peaches for free stolen from orchards in japan all right pass it over me so i can get our For those not benefiting from the video feed, I now have the official Mm -hmm. sheet in my hand that Scar prepared for us. So, um, somewhat timely, unfortunate, our bad story idea is Titanic 2 Sink Harder. Yes. Which is my favorite title of any of these that I've come up with. Yeah. Somewhat poor timing. Somewhat poor timing because of the submarine that was exploring the Titanic. But this was the inspiration for, I actually have it here, Secret Project 2. Yeah. And so... Which is not to say Secret Project 2 involves the Titanic. It does not. The idea spun off into Anglo-Saxon England. I still think someday you and I might write Titanic 2 Sink Harder in the reality show sort of way. Expand upon the frugal world. Yep. But it is up against imagine a friend trained to protect your memories from invasion. Basically, the Brandon watched Inception is like, oh, what's that guy's story? Mm -hmm. The throwaway line about aspects of your personality trained in your memories to act as agents against invading forces. I thought that idea was really cool, and it's kind of a throwaway to them. I've just never come up with an idea for writing it that didn't feel enormously derivative of Inception. So, <laughs> Yep, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Both of those are great ideas. I don't know which one of those is Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, let's be honest, Titanic 2 Sink Harder makes a better shirt, but it is also it a very insensitive time to be voting. For sink yes. harder. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. Well, it is up to you. Please do uh, click on the links in the description to go to vote. We move them to a forum off of Reddit in anticipation of Reddit becoming stupid. Actually, it was just because we didn't <laughs> want people to have to sign up for something, you mm-hmm. know. So, so yeah, go make yourself known in voting for us. It's been kind of fun watching Reddit kind of tear itself apart yeah it is kind of sad it is sad because i spend a lot of time on reddit that's the thing and reddit like there was a time when you could go to reddit and feel like you weren't taking part in some massive corporation that is (laughs) systematically trying to make the world a worse place Mm -hmm. right like yeah you actually could feel like hey You know, Reddit has its problems, but they're kind of Wild West problems. It's the not enough oversight, but that's kind of a a thing that we accept alongside the freedom to make whatever you want on the platform. Mm -hmm. And the idea of Reddit is so good that you can make your subreddits and have your, like, I do not miss at all the days where everyone was expected to go to everyone's webpage. I have a webpage. I'm glad if you guys go to my webpage, but I don't want to go to everyone's webpage. Yeah. Being able to get the news on, you know, my favorite book series and, you know, alongside Thanos memes, alongside real interesting discussions of historical topics, mm-hmm. alongside science news, all aggregated and cultivated by me, just yeah. it works really well. 
Alas. But alas, the people in charge of it are not interested. <laughs> are trying to in... make more money than that particular model allows them to make. Yes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know what else I hate? I mm. hate how every company wants me to download their app. Yeah, I know. Come on, guys. That was one of the first signs to me that Reddit was going down the tubes, so to speak, <laughs> was when I started, I just go in my browser, right? Because mm -hmm. their app is terrible. This is part of what the reason that, you know, they're trying to destroy all the other apps is because no one will use their app because their app is terrible. I actually used their app and didn't know that there were other apps. I tried their app and just did not like it. I've tried it three or four times. And every time I bounce off either to another app or to mm. just going in the browser. But if you go in the browser, Reddit has it so it will prompt you every time whether yes. you want to open their stupid app. And... Like, I really miss the days when I could be like, oh, someone's got an Instagram page. I want to go see, you know, their artwork. Oh, no. And now half of my screen is taken up with a you have to have, have an to account and do download the app. Yeah. Like, it's so much worse for everyone but the company. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, as an author, I don't want people to have to sign up for anything to go see the things I'm posting for them. Yeah. Pinterest is the one that drives me up the wall. Yeah, Pinterest is I find is a good photo or something mm -hmm. that I want to use as a reference. Mm -hmm. And then, no, it's on Pinterest, which means that it is locked behind all this stuff and it's largely inaccessible. And, oh, yeah. All these people who spend money and want to make it back. I don't mind them wanting to make it back. It's just these kind of aggressively annoying practices that yeah. make us just not want to use the internet. The thing is... I am torn between the two models of usage, right? Mm. Because we either, you know, pay for your service specifically, which yes. often just means getting the app, mm -hmm. or we put up with ads because that's the other way of monetizing something. Yeah. And I don't love the idea that we've decided communally as a society that we're just going to pay for everything with ad revenue. That bothers me. I think yeah. it's made the internet actively worse yep but on the other hand i really don't want to have to pay for and download fifteen thousand apps yep separately this is the sort of thing that reddit was supposed to solve where you get all your information in one place and you can mm -hmm. cultivate it i do pay for a couple of the things like i used to have reddit premium but no longer no longer i do pay for youtube I buy the YouTube premium or whatever it is because i'm on youtube enough and i use youtube and i'm like you know what I can pay the few bucks a month for that. I subscribe to Nebula. What's Nebula? Nebula is an interesting thing where a bunch of the creators on YouTube who made educational content went and made their own platform that didn't suck as much. <laughs> and then you can join. It's like, it's really cheap to join. And all of their stuff from YouTube goes there too. And plus some unique stuff. So oh, okay. if you like educational slash video essay type stuff, if you want to watch Lindsay Ellis, she's only on Nebula now. Because okay. she got kind that of explains off. why I yeah. haven't seen her post on YouTube in a while. Yep. So there are things that I pay for out there that I just am like, you know, what? I yeah. use this enough. I'll support this. But I agree with you. Part of the problem is I want to know that I'm using something before I sign up for it. They make it so hard to use without signing up. The experience is so bad that how can I get a realistic opinion if I want to use this thing or not? Yeah. I pay for a bunch of different streaming services, mm. which overall is still less than I used to pay for cable. Okay. So I consider it a win. But yeah, it's hard to know. Like, I'm probably going to drop Hulu 
Hmm. Because they've got the worst user interface of any streaming platform. Plus, there's rarely anything on it that I really want to watch. It's always hmm. sunny in Philadelphia is pretty much it. And Archer, whenever Archer has a new season. But I think they're done. Hmm. Archer is fun. Yeah. What do you think about Google lately? Google? Yeah. I don't know. Have you noticed? I, I have been forced by joining your company to start mm -hmm. using Gmail, which I had resisted long past the point where it was rational to resist Gmail. And so now I'm on Gmail and I don't love it. Yeah, they forced me into Gmail too. <sighs> it is so much easier with the company stuff to just yeah. have a Gmail account. I'm talking about Google search results. Google have search. Have you noticed how terrible they've grown? Oh, they're so bad. You have to go to like the second page to get something that's not sponsored. Yeah. I will always scroll down even if the thing i'm looking for is the top sponsored link i will always scroll down and click the other one just out of spite like, i don't know if that comes through in any data collection that like oh no this guy clicked on the thing instead of the other thing but like it's so useless it's not just the sponsored though that's that's more than half the problem the mm -hmm. other half is it's all ai generated yeah they have people machines working all the time, not Google, but everyone else working mm -hmm. to optimize and to figure out what people are searching for, taking those search terms, generating either minimal or no human touch pages that you can just tell are AI generated. And yeah. they're- And that don't have any actual information that I nope. was hoping to get. They're terrible. And like Google is almost useless now which mm -hmm. is like, for me, Google is a Reddit search function where, because if you put yeah. Reddit after something, mm -hmm. you will often get a good response, yeah. which is part well, of More the, often than not, when yeah. I want to find something online, it'll be through Reddit or through Wikipedia and then using that to find primary sources. Yep. It's terrible. Like Google fought this war for a long time to remain good and relevant. How can Google have given up on being good and relevant? Like, I don't know. They seem I mean, to understand. Money is, is always the answer to this question, right? Yeah. They wanted more money. But the thing with Google is that they had money. Yeah. They were successful as far as I know. And they knew, right? Like they couldn't let the SEO people get ahead of them. They couldn't mm -hmm. let the ads dominate. Otherwise, people stop using Google. Like I think Google is all just momentum now. It's terrible. It's a useless search engine. Mm -hmm. And like- yeah, I actually have my tablet set up to use Bing instead. Like Bing is actually- legit better which is scary yeah <laughs> i don't know why i feel dirty using bing yeah because i shouldn't because it works mm -hmm. but i don't know it's weird yeah like google what what are you doing like we want to use google <laughs> make it not suck please yeah google's a verb yes. nobody wants to bing something mm. but i will google something on bing yeah i mean if i'm switching over to bing that says something we mm -hmm. must not be the only ones yeah. like oh man it's kind of frustrating and awful it's bizarre mm. that said i was in a meeting somewhere last week and i think it was it was a, one of our company meetings mm -hmm. and somebody put up on the screen the little like powerpoint they were going to show but in the process of getting there we saw their page first and they were using microsoft edge and i was like who on earth voluntarily uses Microsoft Edge. That blows my mind. What do you use? As my browser? Yeah. I use Firefox. Okay. Or on iPad, I'll use Safari. So I use Firefox for browsing and Chrome for business. Mm. Just so I have those. 
to browser windows with mm-hmm. the multi tabs open. It just helps me divide my head. If I'm in Chrome, I'm doing work. If I'm in okay. Firefox, I'm not. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then you can be logged into different accounts on the different ones, and it helps with yeah. that as well. So. And I know a lot of them backstage are all just Chrome anyway. Mm. I know that's not true of Firefox because it's very different. And Firefox comes and goes. A couple yeah. years ago, it was bad enough that I almost jumped ship. Yeah, the memory leak and was now it's so bad. good again. Yeah. So the memory leak almost kicked me off. But anyway, that's, uh, that's what I use. Okay. What laptop are you on right now? I have an Acer Predator okay. gaming laptop. But it's at this point five years old, which means that there's been enough software updates that it barely runs anymore, and I need to replace it. I have a budget of Dragon Steel for computer equipment that I haven't done anything with, and I should. But I just use the Surface Book. They're small and powerful and not good for gaming, though. They don't have the dedicated graphics GPU or whatever. Yeah. But Scar went and bought one of those for me. One of his first things he did said, Yay! I need a computer. Surface so. laptop, here we go. Yep. You bought yourself one too, right? Well, you know, I've got to have it so that I can know what you're running into in the way of problems. <laughs> That's right. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Well, <laughs> See, that's the thing is mm-hmm. I do essentially all of my actual work just on iPad Pro. And so... I do not know how I've you do that. I've not yet gotten to the point of convincing myself that it would be a useful expense to get another PC or a laptop. I don't know how you do that. I've seen you do it. I don't know how you do it. Really? That keyboard is so small that you attach to it. And oh, I love it. You had carpal tunnel, right? I didn't. In, oh. They thought I did, uh-huh. but it was actually an ulnar tunnel issue that Instacare diagnosed incorrectly, which is why it lasted for like six months. And okay. I eventually, when I went to an actual sports medicine doctor and said, why is my carpal tunnel not getting better? He said, because this is an ulnar nerve problem, not a carpal problem. And that have anything to do with the fact that you type like this? (laughs) No, it was actually because I hit my funny bone super hard at the zoo. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I always think that your keyboard looks too small, which is weird because I think mine physically is smaller. Yes, yours is physically much smaller. I don't know. What I don't understand is you, and I don't think you've changed this. No. The last time I saw you working, you were laying down on a couch typing. Yeah, it's really I don't ergonomic. Understand how anyone can do that? It's so much more comfortable than sitting at a desk. I, but then, how are your arms? What you put the laptop on your legs? It's like this. Your arms are kind of straight and stuff. It's crazy. really comfortable. That's crazy. Like if yeah. I were sitting like that for any length of time, first of all, my thighs would immediately scream at me. It's on a couch. It's so cushy. Oh, whatever, man. Mm. I thought, like, this is what everyone would want to do if they could. If they could. If they could. They have to go work at office jobs where they have to sit in a chair like a chump. But apparently, (laughs) other people don't want to. They like sitting in chairs like chumps. I do. Mm. I have a standing desk so that every now and then I can just raise it up and type on my feet for like five minutes and then go, this sucks. Why am I doing this? But it's at least enough of a change to do it once a day to kind of shake the routine. Okay. Okay. Do you still do tread desk at all? I don't. My tread desk I wore out. I did like it. I could see doing it in. I could never really write. Mm. I'd do email and things like that on the tread desk, but I could never do actual writing. 
video gaming on it was good, but yeah, Brian McClellan. I don't know if he still does, but for a while he had his computer set up so that he could play Civ Six while he was on either a treadmill or an exercise bike, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. All right, so we talked about the Titanic earlier. Yes, and so I'm curious to know your thoughts on this because I have seen a lot of, on the one hand, it is clearly tragic. Five people have Uh died and that's awful. And probably, I don't know, they found a debris field, so maybe instantaneous implosion, but I don't know how much suffering happened either way. But I've seen a lot of online kind of argument back and forth as to whether, you know, people saying, oh, well, they're just, billionaires so who cares you know they're not people they don't matter but then on the other hand well they were exploring and it's science and then on the other hand well no they were just tourists and i don't know like what are your thoughts i don't think that it is right or moral to make fun of dead people in pretty much any case i can think of like to avoid that you know, asterisk special exception for Hitler, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if someone was actively evil, sure. Yes. In a case like this, a lot of people are saying that just because they are tourists rather than explorers, then it doesn't have any of that cachet of daring adventure to it. They were just some rich people that wanted to see a thing, right? Mm-hmm. But that is always the war of... Science, you know, is we have to, at some level, bring tourism into it because that's what makes people care about it and that's what funds it. The whole reason we are able to preserve national parks is because people pay to go in and ruin them. And, you know, it's just this constant paradox. I'll admit when I heard about it, I'm like, oh, you know what? Taking a sub down to see the Titanic would be cool. Yeah. That was my first thought. And then I saw the sub they came up with, and I'm like, oh, okay. Not that one. Not that sub, but seeing the Titanic would be cool. And it seems like it's the sort of thing that you could do without being too environmentally destructive of the very thing that you're looking at, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've seen this. There's definitely a strong eat the rich sort of prevailing attitude yeah. and things like that. I don't know. They're human beings. They're people. Right. Like, yes, there was a billionaire on board, but just it's a person. It is tragic. Yeah, Um, absolutely. I mean, there are definitely these things where it's like, well, it seems like the person in charge did not have the wisest methodology involved and has therefore caused this tragedy in some way. But, you know, who am I to judge? I have done dumb things myself many times in the past where I look back and I'm like, that was a dumb idea. Why did I do that? So, I don't know. I they, just... they have made many successful dives in the past, yep. according to the company. Mm-hmm. And so they had every reason to expect that this one would be the same. On the other hand, the CEO, who tragically was you know, in the sub at the time, he's got a direct quote where he says, after a certain point, safety is pure waste. That's why he didn't put a locator beacon on the sub or things like that. So... Yeah. I mean, safety regulations are written in blood. That is the mantra. There's a Mm -hmm. reason that we have them. Please follow them. Yep. So I would say that there seems to be, this could be a larger, we were talking tech earlier, a larger trend that I have noticed 
even more so in the last five years, there is an increasing lack of empathy in internet discussions. Yeah. And it's not just old man yells at clouds. I know that there has been less and less empathy. And it's not just around this. It's around other things. When someone who's on the other side of the political divide from you dies, the threads are still full of vitriol. And like there was one that really kind of bothered me a few weeks ago where tragic stories of people who leave their children in cars and the child passes away, right? Yeah. It happens, if you read the articles about it, it happens across demographics. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like no underlying like bad parent sort of theming to who this happens to. It happens to anyone. And there was a thread where they had gone into church mm-hmm. and the child died. And that thread was toxic. It was just like so full of hatred against these people because they were churchgoers and the child died. And you compare that to a thread where you didn't know and it's a different tone. It was one of those times where I was kind of shocked by how just terrible the thread was. Yeah. And it's this just amazing lack of empathy. And I don't know what, is it the political vitriol that's happening or i don't know i would actually i'm more inclined to say that internet communication is behind both mm-hmm. the lack of empathy and the political vitriol that it has just changed the way we communicate and put an extra layer of separation between us and most of the people that we talk to and about and so it's easier for us to remove emotion or to remove positive emotion. Yeah, from but that. why now? Why why 20 years after the internet became a force? Because it's become so standard. Mm. I think it's been there and it's been growing for a long time. I don't know. I mean I, I remember, you know, seven, eight years ago, first time Trump was running for president. Mm-hmm that there was a whole lot of people talking and blaming it very specifically on South Park, which I find interesting, but, you know, monocausationalism is always wrong. The idea that a whole generation grew up with the idea that caring about something is stupid has changed the way people look at things. And I don't think that enough people watched South Park to make that the cultural movement they claimed it was. But I think we now have several years of remove and it's obviously larger than one show or one group of fans or one demographic. It's everybody. Yep. But that's an interesting way to put it. The idea that caring about things is something that should be ridiculed. Yeah. Becoming kind of the norm. Yeah. There's something there. But regardless, it worries me a little bit just seeing how people respond. Like, on one hand, I'm like, I can empathize. I'm like, you know, this is a tragedy. But in the scope of the tragedies happening today, it's definitely gotten undue attention because of its novelty. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if that's your opinion on it, you can just move on. Yeah. But it is interesting, like you said, with the churchgoers and this mm-hmm. with the, the billionaires, whoever the victim of a tragedy is mm-hmm. absolutely changes how we react to it. Yeah. Which ultimately, like you said, we're all people. And I think it is sad when people die, regardless Mm -hmm. of whether I like those people or not. And so to be able to look at something and say, oh, well, all of the people that died in this tragedy were, I don't know, 
bird watchers mm-hmm. and i think birds are dumb you know therefore i am morally okay making fun of their deaths yeah and it's wrong i mean one of the top comments often in these threads was people saying i don't want my tax dollars going to a search and rescue they made a stupid choice to which my response is 90% of the people yeah who need search and rescue have made a have stupid made choice a stupid choice i am likely to if i ever need search and rescue it'll be because i made a stupid choice mm-hmm. i want to be funding search and rescue for people who make dumb decisions yeah because absolutely you know what i've been there not needed the search and rescue and things like that but i've been there where i'm like hmm, this was this i was... have been hoisted by my own petard yes please save me i'm sorry yeah and i think that as a society like we can't go to maybe too much but I think this is why we have these services. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and it's frankly, it's one of the great things about us as a species, mm-hmm. frankly, is yeah. that, you know, these five people, yes, they made a dumb choice. Yes, they ignored some safety regulations. But the instant they disappeared, thousands of people came together, no questions asked, to try to find them from all over the world. And I think that's awesome. I think that is really, really cool that people do that. How's that, Ben? 